Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you ready? Yes! Yeah. Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show. The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Yeah, Will Clark, Will the Thrill going into uh, the San Francisco Giants Hall of Fame over the weekend. Did you see that cool thing they did on the field? I thought that was pretty clever. It's amazing what people are doing this day and age. Whether it's, you know, innovative marketing or graphics, uh, both software and technology. I thought that was was pretty dang cool. Out of bounds, out of bounds. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Good morning, good morning. Uh, It's uh, ice cream sandwich day, but Blake and I don't have any ice cream sandwiches. So, uh, if we did, I'd have, well, at least a half of one. Blake would eat the whole one. Um, It's it's not a very big ice cream You're not scared. (laughs) I I bet you're not scared of some ice cream sandwiches. Yeah, if you really want to get fancy, you go to, like, one of your fine ice creameries. Yeah. And you get the, like homemade ice cream sandwich where they put it like between oh, two yeah. M&M cookies. Oh, wow. With some ice cream or something like that, you know. Do you, okay. You go, you go big boy ice cream you sandwich. You just went to another level. Well, we, that's what we do here. We don't, <laughs> that we, was funny. We take basic and we elevate it, okay? Okay. Whether it's sports talk, whether it's entertainment, whether it's food, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. That was good. Yeah, that was, that was a, a kind of a Herculean effort by you. Uh, speaking of amazing ice cream, Salad Mookie's in Madison, Salad Mookie's in uh, um, the Eastover District, but it's uh, ice cream sandwich day. I usually eat a, you know, I'll have one, maybe two a year, and uh, just depending. Now I don't, ha- we don't have as much of that stuff in my house. We didn't prior to kids, you know, and 
And now that they're older, that doesn't happen. I mean, you know, you don't, you remember you go through that stage where you have that kind of stuff around and now not so much. Uh, in fact, and then you go through that ice cream stage in your freezer. Um, and we don't have any ice cream in our, in our freezer either. Cause I had to go in the freezer, uh, yesterday and see if there was a steak in there. Um, yeah, I just want to update y'all on where my freezer was as far as ice cream. Awesome. Uh, real quick, where Blake was going, uh, I just looked this up. The average person eats 21 cookies a month. I don't eat 21 cookies in a year. But uh, the average person eats 21 cookies a month, and chocolate chip is still our favorite. So this Thursday is uh, chocolate chip cookie day. Oh, and a new poll found that they're still our favorite. So it goes chocolate chip, then peanut butter cookies, then double chocolate chip because we're in America and we had to start rolling that out 30 years ago. And then uh, <laughs> kind of like upsizing your fries because everybody needs more fries at, you know, 12, 15 in yeah. the afternoon. Oatmeal raisin and then shortbread. Interesting. Um, what, what else? Oh, 41% of us think we've had enough of them in our life to call ourselves a cookie expert. I'm like a fat Brett Ford. There you go. I love cookies. What's your favorite cookie? Is it chocolate chip? My I've, favorite cookie. Yeah, I have two cookie questions for you. Oh, gosh. That's I'm one. not really a big... Okay, so if I was... Yeah, like a... Mel, um, A hot right out of the oven. Okay. Because my daughter will do that every now and then. She'll cook, and so a hot chocolate chip yeah. cookie right out of the oven, and then you smoke a cigar from a Havana oh. smoke shop. If you're of age, with just a little, she does, and I do, uh, with the little Grand Marnier. Oh. That, that's a good. That's a good Saturday so night. You you took cookie to a whole nother level right there. I uh, so that does answer question well, number two. I was going to ask if you that's like them not my fault hot and soft, or if you like them like more crispy. You know, some people like no. The, I don't want them crispy. I, I like them. Yeah. Uh, I may have gone back and forth over the years, but gooey sounds yeah. better. Were you an Oreo guy? You never an Oreo. Guy? Uh not like them every now. I probably had. Five Oreos in the last 15 years. We talk about fantastic marketing with like Chick-fil-A's cow thing. Sure. Eat more chicken, right? And sure. the, the uh, most interesting man in the world, Dos Equis, yeah. right? Even Miller Lite's Great Taste, Less Filling, where they did that fighting thing for John so long. Madden. Um, I think that Oreo dominating the whole like the milk that goes with cookie or the cookie that goes with milk Brilliant. thing and dip the whole you have to dip. I mean, what a great marketing ploy to make it almost Brilliant. a game to eat the cookie like I definitely like Oreos, but I'm a more of a soft chocolate chip guy, or yeah. even a. I like those peanut butter cookies with oh. the peanut, but the dollop yeah. of, of of peanut butter in the middle. Yeah, are those are those Girl Scout cookies, or am I thinking of something else? I think they have a version of that. Yes, but okay. I think everyone does that. Like, like you, if know you go they, to a real bakery, like Broad Street Bakery. Yes. Okay, and you get a homemade. Yeah. Peanut butter cookie. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like Reese's, but homemade kind and, of. And you order yeah. like some coffee. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. a glass of milk, something like that, right? Yes. A, a Dr. Pepper that marries well with chocolate. That is amazing. Absolutely. 100% agree. Right. Now, if you've got the chocolate, I'm sorry, not the chocolate. If you've got the peanut butter cookie with the, again, the peanut yeah. butter in the middle, yep. and you drizzle, and if you're at some kind of really nice bakery like Broad Street, and they drizzle a little Ooh. chocolate on oh. top, oh, then you're talking about, and maybe you got a white Russian. A little, a little Kahlua and Tito's. Hello, Jackson and milk. Meadows. Then you've got some. See, that's more of something I may do in December. Yeah, 
And you can still pair a cigar with your white Russian and your, and your cookie. I like uh, two, two thoughts I, on I that. I want a full-bodied cigar at this point. Well, correct. I want a, I want a La Flor Dominicana. I, I, want, I want something with some boom. Two thoughts on this. One, um, Kyle is right. Cookie and cigar pairing menus only on the Out of Bounds show. Uh, brought to you by Havana Smoke Shop, by the <laughs> <rest>. <laughs> uh, My second question is, have you had... Uh, have you gone and used one of the cookie services? So there's like Crumble or Insomnia Cookie. I told you about no. Starble. My, my, Your my, daughter my definitely has. My son and daughter yes. have been through those type stores. Yes. Um, Gourmet I'm not Cookie. That, I'm not that sweet driven. I mean, you know, if we're wrapping up like a couple of times a year, if we're wrapping up dinner at Kessler Prime and, and my son or daughter want to order a dessert and everybody gets a spoon, that's awesome type deal. But uh, I don't go to those type places. Now, I go to Broad Street, and they have amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, and look, that, that uh, but what they're doing as far as culinary-wise with desserts yeah. and cookies yeah. is simply remarkable. Yeah. Now you can I think get- it's so cool that people have been able to carve out this niche and become entrepreneurs mm-hmm. through delivering a... Cookies. Yeah, because moms and dads, but moms, especially when your kids are second, fourth, sixth, eighth grade, and you're, whether you're in elementary, you got different functions at school. You need to go by and get a dozen of this yeah. or a dozen of that. You got little bitty people playing soccer or baseball. Yeah. Now that market has exploded. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can get everything from mint chocolate chip to peanut butter cookies, I like the normal not, stuff. Can I share this with you? You're not a mint guy. I am yeah. not a mint chocolate oh, chip guy. Love, it's my favorite ice cream flavor and so cookie. We were on the beach on Friday. My old stomping grounds, Holiday Isle. We're sitting out there, and my daughter's sitting beside me. I'm under the umbrella because I'm extremely, <laughs> extremely, you know. Sensitive. Pale. And and I've got a, sw- a swim shirt on. And my daughter says, hey, I'm ordering some. I don't know who this friend. Anyway, I'm ordering some Girl Scout cookies. Dad, do you want me to get mint? I said, no, get the ones that are chocolate and peanut butter. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I think Snickerdoodle or something like that. Is, is that, that right? The, is that I, I think okay. that's what the Girl Scout ones call. I don't know, but yeah, that's. Uh, I'm not surprised that you're that way. Did you see that Snickers has now rolled out its its own seasoning blend? I'm sorry, what? I I said the same thing. I'm just going by our prep sheet this morning. Okay, a new seasoning blend that makes everything taste like Snickers is being rolled out to stores nationwide this month. I've never had heard, heard of. Have you heard of this? What do you put it on? Oh. Um, what do you want to taste like Snickers? Oh, wow. All right, I'll tell you more about it on the other side. Then we'll get into some sports, too. Although this is more interesting. Uh, we're live in the Bank Plus studio. The Out of Bounds show is brought to you by Kessler Prime and the Renaissance. Let's go with a 10-ounce uh, filet, medium, medium rare, medium, and a side of bacon-wrapped shrimp with a Russell's Reserve Grand Marnier old-fashioned. I had one in Atlanta. It burned by Rocky Patel. It's amazing. A Russell's Reserve Grand Marnier Old Fashioned. Make sure Kevin makes you want it. Kessler. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, I received a text on the uh, text line, 601-885-3776. Actually, we've received several this morning. Brought to you by Ag Up Equipment. That's the place to go for your next John Deere tractor. John Deere America's tractor. And some of you have now seen the uh, Miskelly's commercial that I did with Dr. B on the purple mattress and i don't know how many different versions are running we did three different commercials um i did it a couple of weeks ago and some of you were asking about it so one they were kind enough to ask me the uh miskelly team was kind enough to ask me to do it uh it was totally out of my comfort zone which was something i needed to do um their team walked me through it it was harder than i thought it would be uh, Dr. V's a natural, natural because he's, I don't know how many commercials he's cut, but I think he's been there. He told me since like 1991 or two, became the, you know, the sleep doctor and so on, uh, the mattress man, um, not, you know, shortly after that. And it was, it's all right. So you've got cameras around you, lights, people talking to you. You've got your script, you got three different scripts. And when I'm doing this, this is natural for me. Uh, we, we come up with topics and stories and opinions and nonsense, and we roll with it, whether it's monologues or interviews, and I'm totally comfortable with that. And even when the cameras are rolling in here, I'm good with that. But that is a whole different ball game because you're trying to knock out a commercial real quick, and Dr. B has lines and I have lines, and you're supposed to be looking back and forth to him, to the camera. So it was totally out of my comfort zone, Blake, but... You, you absolutely need to do that in life. It took two and a half hours. They coached me, worked with me, Dr. V and I. Yes, somebody asked if we cut the commercial together. We did. I know how they can do all kinds of different things this day and age. And it's amazing. I got to see the final edit a week or so ago, and they made me look better than I did uh, through technology. Yeah. But Dr. V's a natural in front of the camera. I am not. And, uh, you know, shout out to um, the Miskelly team for brushing me up. But I was totally out. Of, and when I got home that Friday afternoon, I told Wendy, I said, I'm exhausted. And I'm not you. I mean, I've got, I'm ready to roll. And, but I said, I, I keep thinking of like, you hear this throughout life. You need to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Doesn't matter what it is. That was outside of my comfort zone, but I'm so glad I did it and very appreciative. And we were talking about the purple mattress from Miskelly Sleep Store. Like when they called you to do that commercial, you were like, "Show me the money!" 
Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's You're pretty welcome. good. That's what I'm here for. Uh, so, yes, I had a great time. Uh, I don't know how much they'll run it. And thank you for the feedback. And... Uh, that they all made me look uh, at least pretty good. I think you're going to need to send me uh, something. I, I'm going to have to get that put up on the socials. We need to we need to put your debut as a as a film star on, yeah. on our social media platforms. Good good call. So we'll get that. You know, done. it's so we cut 30 second commercials as you know, Blake, all the time, and we cut 15 second commercials, and we do liners, and we do returns on this show, and yeah. all sorts of different. I do live endorsements. You do live, and you know, we're doing different things. Uh, but when you are throwing it back and forth and the timing has to be exactly right, okay, and you've got 30, you actually have less than 30 seconds because the production team wanted to drop some pictures of the purple mattress in, right, which you'll see that in the commercial. I mean, it is a bang, bang, bang thing. And Dr. V had 10 times more, okay, uh, of the script mm-hmm. than I did. Mm-hmm. In, in the deal. So I'm glad I did it. It was out of my comfort zone. It was challenging. It was two and a half hours of r- right there on it. And I had a blast. And, and so, just, so after all that being said, you're, what you're saying is you're leaving the out of bounds show to start uh, your movie career. Only after football season. <laughs> all right. Fair after enough. the Super Bowl. Fair enough. If you were going to star, since we're just going down this road and we might as well, if you were going to star in one type of movie, Oh, do you have, have okay? There you go. What is it? Espionage, oh. CIA, oh. that type so, stuff. So it's a little Mission Impossible, a little yeah, born yeah, yeah. identity, something yeah, like it that. It wouldn't have to be as many like crazy tricks and stuff that Tom Cruise is doing in Mission Impossible. Okay. Uh like you know, I mean there's there's a couple of different tiers or styles of this this whole espionage CIA thing that we whether it's movies or or Netflix shows or Amazon Prime or HBO Max, whatever. Um, but that would be okay. not not quite as much of the stunts. Maybe a little bit more classic James Bond. Yeah. Somewhere how about somewhere in in the middle. In in the middle. I like it. Jack Ryan. Okay. You know, I love that stuff. And so that that's kind of where I go. Now, can I tell you what I this is right in your wheelhouse because you love baseball. You know, I've now knocked out five episodes episodes of the Derek Jeter documentary. That's right. And can I tell you, Blake? Yeah. It is so good. Yeah. Derek Jeter. I mean, we know how Dude. Derek Jeter. I mean, we talk yeah. about Tiger. Talk about Jordan. Talk about Tom Brady. We talk about Derek Jeter. Uh, shortstop for the Yankees, but but all the big plays that he made in the postseason, yeah, and the the documentary on him, Blake, and the way he was raised by his parents, uh, his sister, his family unit, uh, just it is so good. The human interest side is good. How he became the player that he did, and you know what we always forget, especially because. Because it's so much fun once the game starts on Friday nights and on Saturdays and on Sundays. We forget about all the failure that mm-hmm. Jeter had. Yeah. And, man, they walk you through some lean, tough, dark times that he went through to get where eventually he did, which was the starting shortstop for the New York Yankees. That's right. Greatest average player of all time in, in baseball history. 
You know what? I forgot. I forgot how many huge hits he got. I, I knew he. I knew he yeah. was Mister October slash November of the new wave. Yeah. I but I forgot how many he really. What he did at the plate in the for for whatever reason. I mean, he was good, not great, during the regular season. He was always good, good hitter. Yeah. I don't know, but the on the biggest stage, in the biggest moments, he made every play. Yeah. It's it's a little bit of like what we talk about when we talk about guys like Jake Mangum, when we talk about guys like uh, you know Dak Prescott, even Eli Manning, Matt Corral made yeah. big play after big play. It, there's time, and it's a little bit different with the football thing. Quarterback, you're always in the game, right? You're always at the center of it. With baseball, there's something unique about how the right person comes up at the right moment in yeah. baseball. And and it was like we talked about this. How many times did Jake Mangum come up when it was like you needed the hit? And it was like, oh wow, Jake's on deck, right? I mean, to an extent, eighth inning, Tanner down Allen, by one. Tanner Allen was the same way in the yeah. run. I mean, for for Ole Miss, they dominated, so they didn't have quite the moments uh, down the stretch. But every now, you know, Elko had a key moment. Correct. Gonzalez, Gonzalez would have yeah. a moment, but 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 their run was a little bit different. They kind of just blew people out. It felt like for State, anytime you needed that moment, the home run against Virginia was Tanner Allen, right? It it just Baseball has a way of doing that. It's a very poetic sport, and it has a way of, you know, the ball finds you when it's supposed to find you, and you have that at bat when you're supposed yeah. to have that at bat. And that's what Derek Jeter did. I, I make the joke, the greatest average player of all time. There's a big running argument among baseball purists about whether way, Jeter was good or not. Our listeners, Blake recognizes how, how yeah. his brilliance it's the moments. It's it's very Eli Manning esque in that the regular season career is not remarkably special, but when the moment mattered, the play always was made. And I just, I guess I, I just forgot Blake all all the different big moments that he had in the. I mean, I remembered some of them, but they went they go over all of them. Well, you have so many opportunities in baseball. That's the thing. I mean, it's and, multiple games every time. You know. I tell you what, man, Derek Jeter, uh, and again, you look at who raised him, Blake, his mom and dad, it's just no surprise. Live in the Bank Plus studio, out of bounds. Mike Dettelier coming up next on the Yingling Lager guest line. Mike D out of New Orleans. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's do it. This is the SEC Insider Hit. And it's presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. Oh, good morning. Welcome in. Uh, shout out to Houdat Nation as we're going to jump into some Saints here with our friend Mike D. Mike Detillier, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans, uh, all over Louisiana, but uh, obviously South Louisiana with the Saints and the Tigers. And Mike joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. You can watch the show right now on Facebook. Search the Out of Bounds show. Um, you're listening to ESPN 1059 the, the Zone, and the show is driven by your next uh, pre-owned or new SUV or truck at Mac Hike in Flowood. That's MacHikeFlowood.com. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Uh, Mike D. I was uh, we were talking Saints yesterday, and um, boy, what a transition this is going to be without their Hall of Fame coach and Sean Payton. Uh, you're an insider. You know uh, all the stories. Some you can share, some you can't. And I was reading where Zach Streif, uh, when Sean Payton and, and the Saints were going um, through those three straight losing seasons, that uh, you know Sean was always militaristic and on time and everything was buttoned up. And things had gotten lackadaisical within the Saints organization and Streif was talking about how meetings were starting eight minutes late, and it just wasn't the same deal. And he called a meeting with Sean Payton. And he, recogni- he recognized in this piece that uh, I, you know, I was an average player. And he called a meeting with Sean Payton, and as he was going over the things that really concerned him, that this thing wasn't run like Sean had been running it, Sean got a, uh, a notebook pad out and started writing it down which not everybody can do at that ego level. Did you know about that story? And I'd like for if you did, I'd love for you to expand on it. Yeah, Zach can explain to me that because um, we worked together for a couple of years at WWL before he got into coaching. And he had sort of explained that it just wasn't him, that there were some others involved in telling Sean, hey, listen, this isn't what it was what you brought here has sort of changed a little bit. And for Sean to kind of move a little bit closer back to it, and he became a little looser coach, but I I think he went back to that, you know, be on time. Everything has to be this, this. And I think it was a different attitude. And they also brought in some players that, did not fit that culture. Right. And, and he realized that, that they were getting talent, but talent that didn't fit what they were looking to build in New Orleans. And he was given an opportunity to sort of put the blocks back in place. And he was fortunate to. When you talk about in one draft, you come away with Marshawn Lattimore, 
Ryan Ramchak, Marcus Williams, Trey Hendrickson, Alvin Kamara. I mean, that's as good as you can get in one shot. And so it, it really put an oomph back into the team. But I think more so, Sean became a little bit more relaxed coach around his players. You saw him enjoy the game a little bit more than what we had seen him in the past. We could tell by even the interviews and the coaches' shows he would do with us, he was a little bit more playful. But I, I do think that things kind of got a little bit off center, which happens to, to every coach. Mm-hmm. They might not want to admit it, but it happens to everyone in this business. Uh, and even in other businesses, sometimes the total focus isn't there and it sways. It it really has you take a look at your ego and say, I'm going to change a little bit, but there are certain factors I won't change. And I think Sean was able to do that. And there, there's a lot of people that say, oh, it, uh, I always listen to my people. And, and But I, I make the final decision. Uh, when I hear people say that, losers in life. Because you know what? When you say that, what you're saying is, yeah, I listen to other people, but I do what I want to do. Sean was able to adapt. There's a difference. There's a difference between listening and understanding and adapting. And I think he did that very, very well. And guess what? We're going through a coach with a similar situation. Dennis Allen gets the job in Oakland. Okay, it's a train wreck all across the board. And I do think he didn't have a lot of control with personnel. In fact, I know he didn't. And things went astray. And he learned from those bad experiences. And so he gets another shot at it. For Sean, it was getting another shot at the apple. And look the success they had in 17, oh, 18, 19. No I mean, yeah. I mean, he ran it through. And it was, but it was taxing last year. I, I think just because of so many different things from the injuries to suspensions to hurricanes that you had to get away for a couple of weeks. And I think it taxed him out. But I think the the real thing with coaching is the ability to learn from your mistakes and adapt. Not just, oh, I listen to my people, but I make the final decision. Okay, that might be true, but do you adapt and do you understand? Because they got a lot of people that run their mouth about that and their companies don't work out real well. Uh, it, Sean was able to make it work. It's a remarkable story. Zach Streif uh, and maybe some other players, as Mike was alluding to, but as Zach acknowledges in this piece, I was an average player, but I had to go to Sean Payton and uh, and, and go through that. Uh, what... I'll tell you, uh, Bo, an, another story with that, and this comes from Drew. And one of the things Drew sort of always believed in is that you can't build upon year to year. And he, Drew had a, a, a sort of sentiment with him every year is it's a new year and you're starting from scratch. you you got to put new blocks, okay, on the foundation. 
you're starting from scratch. Don't tell us anything about we taking from one year to the next. He said, you know, in this business, it doesn't work that way. And he says, you know, it's like that in business too. Things happen so quickly uh, and so fast and sometimes it's unexpected that when you start a new year, it's like starting from the foundation and you're putting new blocks on the foundation. Now, he said some of those new blocks are old blocks, <laughs> like he was, but he said, you know, I, I think that that was something Sean understood, that you always had to have new blocks on the foundation. And I, I, it makes so much sense when you think about it, not only about football, but about also in life, where we work in the media business, things change rapidly, right? how we communicate with people are totally different today than it was a year ago sure. and really how it changed five years ago from five years ago. So I think what Drew was saying was that, Hey, Sean bought into that. Things are going to change each year and I got to put new blocks on that cement and I got to be willing to take chances with younger players that maybe I didn't want to do in the past. Yeah. I wanted the veteran, uh, but you know what? That younger guy, man, he gives me a, a longer run, and I can adapt him very well to our culture. And I, I think that is a big part of it too, um, of being able to put those those new blocks in place. <clears throat> and that's something that Sean sort of spoke about, but Drew really talked about a lot. He is Mike Dettelier on the Yingling Lager guest line talking Saints. And uh, football season is here. It's a remarkable story of Sean Payton listening to, let's be honest, an average player for NFL standards and gets out a, a, a yellow legal pad or whatever. And they met for 45 minutes and Sean wrote everything down. And Zach Streif, who Mike knows very well, uh, said things changed immediately. And as Mike said, they ripped off four unbelievable seasons of winning again in a, a league where everybody's within a whisker of each other. Mike, I, I want to switch gears uh, and talk about a guy that you know well and will be celebrated and acknowledged this weekend. Uh, when I was a kid, Sam Mills was part of that unbelievable Saints defense. And we've uh, we've had Ricky Jackson and Pat Swilling on the show. I know you've been around them a million times, but it was a big deal for us. And Sam Mills was part of that group. And Mills will be going into the Hall of Fame this weekend. He passed away in 2005. And even after the Saints, he went on and had a hell of a career with the Carolina Panthers. Can you talk about being around him and what he meant to the New Orleans Saints? Sam was a, um, a great player, but an even better person in life. <clears throat> I would tease him uh, on Monday nights before, you know, the casinos got into play. And I was doing the Monday night show with Buddy Diliberto. Uh, we we had a, a Saints player show at a Mexican restaurant uh, at Cuco's. And um, when Sam was on the team, if they get beat real bad, they send him to do the show. So every time I'd see him, I would tell him, hey, Sam, I knew you guys lost pretty good today. And he, he at first sort of just gave me a glance and, and sort of chuckled. And then, you know, after it happened a few more times, he was like, you know what, you're right about all that. But 
he was such a great guy, not only a great player, a great guy, tremendous leader. He would talk to you like he knew you 20 years. And I, I was amazed at it, you know, about just how comfortable. And, well, I think some people aren't comfortable in their own skin. So they, they, they play another part. They play, they act like someone else, okay? Um, a lot of people don't want to admit it, but there are a lot of people like that. Um, Sam was real comfortable in his own skin. Sam was five foot eight and three quarters at best, at best. Um, but, man, he was such a great player tremendous leader and when he spoke everybody listened but uh i always remember sam mills the man and that always would ask about your family always talked about that how you doing how you feeling that sort of thing and and he was just great about it and we sitting there doing a two-hour show and most of the time i would say probably 95 percent of the time he did shows with us the Saints had been beaten bad. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't a win. They were sitting when they lost. Because <laughs> I think they knew he knew how to handle it. And I told him it was the greatest compliment they could give him. And so he goes to Carolina, and he plays there, and he retires. And, um, you know, all that time I'd never asked him for an autograph. But... I uh, I called him. I had his number. I called him, and I said, Sam, oh, man, I I have a jersey, and I would love for you to sign it for me. And he laughed, and he said, he always called me Doc. He said, Doc, don't worry about it. I got you back. And within a week, he sent me a Saint signed jersey, and he signed it to me and sent it to me. Oh, man. How, how many people would do that? That's so great. Uh, and, and and so, you know, I had so much respect for him as a person. I, I think it's long overdue. Um, we've talked about this so many times with Bobby J. And even Vaughn Johnson, when Vaughn was alive, uh, you know, they all started in the USFL. <clears throat> and Sam probably was one of the top four impact players in the USFL for what he did in, in, you know, for Philadelphia. And Jim wasn't exactly sure how he would adapt to the NFL because, okay, you got this five foot eight and three quarter linebacker and, and 222 pounds. And Jim always believed that you couldn't build a team on exceptions to the rule, but there always are. And that first practice, Sam gets blocked and knocked over on the first play, and Jim's like, oh, goodness. But on the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth play, Sam got off that block and made the tackle. And he was like, bingo. And Jim Morris said it numerous times, not only to me, on our shows, everything else, Sam Mills, the greatest football player he ever coached. Wow. Greatest football player he's ever coached. And he did coach Peyton Manning. Just think of that because he did go to, to the coach and he did coach Peyton Manning. And he's always said it. Sam's the greatest football player I ever coached. But mentally he took it 
uh, to another level. He knew how to play the game, but he understood leverage. He understood how to play. He was so cerebral. He was – Luke Keekley got a reputation because Drew would tell us he's calling out our plays before I get to the line of scrimmage, mm. just by the way we line up. Sam did the exact same thing with the Saints on defense. Sam was like, well, as soon as he saw it, he would call it out. And, and then you got a quarterback trying to adjust to Sam saying, this is what's going to happen. And it was amazing. Uh, and I've heard Vaughn say, you know, man, listen, film study. Sam did so much film study, it was like he was in the huddle with the other team. That's how well he knew what they were going to run. That's so cool. And and he said it's unbelievable. The only guy I can equate that to is Ed Reed. Ed Ed was like that when he played with the Ravens. Ed and I watched film one day, and he could tell a route by the way the guy put his hands on his legs. You know, sometimes it's off to the side. Sometimes he's got, you know, one hand on top of his thighs. (laughs) You know, and he was like, this is what he's going to run, and he could call a play because he had saw it so many times. And Sam was like that. But, Bo, I'm telling you, one, he's one of the greatest guys to, to be around. He would have he'd have been a head coach one day in the NFL. And he had a certain toughness to him, but he, he knew how to treat you well. And I think in today's world, of you've got to treat everybody a little bit differently. He knew how to speak to you differently than someone else and someone else and someone else. Mm. He, he, he understood that, that that was part of life. And that was part of the change that we go through that not everybody's in the herd of 400 cattle that he knew how to reach you individually. And I think that was his greatest asset. Not only was he a great player, but a great communicator and the ability to make you feel like you were the only person in that room. But he was so comfortable in his own skin. And we've seen people in our business, they act one way with you, get them in a crowd, they don't like the same way with you, right? Right. It's different. They're acting like they're an actor or an actress playing a part. That's, uh, you know, for our listeners, um, this is unbelievable stuff. Mike Dettelier covered Sam Mills with the New Orleans Saints. Sam played from 86 to 94, and then he played another three seasons with the Panthers. As Mike said, only five foot eight and change. He'll be going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame this weekend. It will be, uh, he passed away in 2005, but it will just be awesome for Houdat Nation and so many people like uh, Mike Dettelier. You're listening to Out of Bounds. Uh, Mike D is on the Yingling Lager guest line. Do we have time for this? We got about four minutes. Okay. Mike, I want to talk about a, a New Orleans resident. We don't talk a lot of baseball with you, but Will Clark uh, from New Orleans <laughs> and uh, was, uh, of course, played at Mississippi State. Uh, he went into the San Francisco Giants Hall of Fame over the weekend. Just a remarkable player. Um, you know, give us some thoughts on when you first heard about Will Clark and, and just following his career. So I'm in high school. Um, this was before LSU became LSU mm-hmm. in baseball in Mississippi state with Ron Pope. Okay. They were the gold standard. Okay. They, they were who they were. One of the most 
natural hitters I've ever seen swing a bat. I mean, um, man, he was he had great eye hand coordination. He knew how to pull a ball. He could hit off speed stuff, change up, fastball. He knew it. Great guy uh, as a baseball player. Now, sometimes his personality was a little bit kind of rough. No doubt. But that was, <laughs> but that was just the way he was. Sure. You had to accept. He thought he was the best that walked in the building that had ever grabbed a bat. But that's what made him who he was. So you dealt with that at times. But, man, he was an unbelievable baseball player and supremely confident of his skills uh, as a player. And, again, to swing a bat, uh, it, you know, I could count on fingers the amount of guys I've seen that could swing a bat like what Will Clark could. Uh, no was, doubt. He was unbelievable. And he could, and he would tell you how good he was. Yeah. That was the other part. Uh, you know, because we had him on a few times on the show, and, and I brought that up. Yeah, you were good, but you would always also tell us how good you were. And he's like, yeah, I get it, I get it. <laughs> and, and so, uh, that, that, but that was Will being Will. I mean, so you accepted that. But that was the, also a little bit of the competitiveness in him. Uh, Bo, I'm telling you, he was as competitive as anybody. No doubt. Man, he he wanted to pick a fight with you no matter what if you were a pitcher. You know, he wanted that he wanted that battle. And he loved going up against top competition. That was his deal. The tougher the competition, he said, I feel more confident against that guy. Uh, and so you know, to have his number retired, man, I'm thrilled for him. I got to see him, um, I think, in January. And we spoke for a little while, and, and he sort of knew what was going to happen and everything. And uh, mm. he was very humbled by it. He, he really was. And and when he talked about that organization, and he said, think about it, Mike, two guys from New Orleans, him and Mel Ott, who was an old-timer in this game, and we both got our numbers r- retired. And, and so he, he thought back at Mel. And there's a number of different baseball fields here in Louisiana named after Mel Ott. And so he was one great player. Again, he was a little bit rough around the edges with you. But <laughs> I can accept that. Hey, uh, I don't have an issue with it. He was consistent with it. I will say that. And he produced. <laughs> Right, I and mean, he produced. when he produced. when you have that kind of edge and bite that Will Clark had, um, and you're an All American at at the uh, college level and an All Star at the MLB level, you can you can get away with that. Wonderful stories from Mike Natillier uh, on the late Sam Mills, who will be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame this weekend, and Will Clark, Will the Thrill has number 22 retired by the San Francisco uh, Giants. Mike D., thank you. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks so much, bro. Appreciate it. Mike Dettelier on the Yingling Lager Guest Line, brought to you by SoundComAV.com. You know, sound and communications, they work with businesses, schools, government agencies, and arenas to install small to massive sound and visual technology systems throughout the Southeast. 
soundcomav.com. Pete Lavin, general manager of the Brave, Mississippi Braves, 915. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.